Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is luxury healing, baby. <laughs> Find the business that pays, right? I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have buyer's remorse. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me feel good and go on places that make me feel good and things that Living is a luxury, don't you think? When we're talking about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury. When we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? <laughs> and when you're in an unhealed space and you go to jail, that costs money. You know, when you're in an unhealed space and, and you're doing things, you know, to your kids or you're, you're not paying your child support or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. Finally, it is 11-11, November 11, 2020. Um, and so today is like a huge special day for me because 11-11 is 111-11-11 are angel numbers. And you guys know about the repetition in numbers, including 666. It's not what you think. Um, and so today is my mama's number. So whenever I see that sequence of numbers, I always know that that's my mom, you know, either making a decision or that she's in the area. Um, and she's been departed now for seven years. And her mother um, actually passed away on 11-11. So I was like, of course she did because, you know, she, you know, my mother and my grandmother actually didn't get along. So I didn't do a show last week because of the election. I just felt that it would have been inappropriate for me to be talking about something that <coughs> is so anxiety ridden <coughs> for me <coughs> because of the fact that, we didn't know which way it was going to go. So watching the election was like <laughs> the exposure of the cities and states and counties that I don't want to live in. <clears throat> and I think that it just, it's, it's hurtful, you know, and it was an anxiety ridden time for us and it will be. And for those of you that are saying like, Oh, <clears throat> the votes still aren't counted statistically, numerically, there are there's no way. Okay, there's no way that anybody else can win other than the people that won. Even if every single vote that came in was for the other guy, the person that's in the White House now, it wouldn't matter. Okay. So I thought it would have been inappropriate for me to <clears throat> do a show last week on the election because y'all know I don't like to talk politics because I'm actually in politics. 
So this week, y'all get two whole weeks of ratchetness and responsibilities and just a lot of healing. I'm very proud of myself. Um, I made some abundant connections with a lot of women and men. I unplugged um, my expectations. Actually, I spelled that wrong. I have to go back and fix it. My expectations to thrive. And on several occasions, I was tested and realized that I'm in a much more healed space, and I'm thankful. So y'all know that Mercury retrograde just ended. And, you know, that's a good thing. Um, But what ends up happening is – Now, everything that was going on for like the month or so before that, you're realizing now um, that you're just like, okay, that was fake. And I've told y'all this before. That's why I was like, I don't know why y'all get involved in Mercury. And it really is just to check to make sure if you're still a dumb bitch. That's really what Mercury retrograde is about, is just to see if you're still the same stupid person that you were, you know, 20 other times when the retrograde hits during the year. Okay. So, and I was not. <clears throat> so we, um, first of all, just a lot of abundant things happened. I launched um, my new website, which is called com. I actually purchased a domain name and had the website built for the last three years, two or three years, and I just never used it because it just wasn't the time. And so I was being urged, especially after C. Asia's wedding in New Jersey about a month ago, her and Phil to start doing actual readings that I've been doing, but doing them on, you know, a pay scale. I used to do it for like bottles of liquor or whatever. And I actually just, one of, you know, one of my children, I call them, I have a thousand daughters and a thousand nieces and nephews. Um, She actually just came by to do the reading. And so you guys know that I had a space that was originally, you know, I rented it out Airbnb and then it turned into like my office space and now it's my headquarters and now it's where I do all my spiritual workings, especially um, in my headquarters for 716 CBD. But the good news is, is your girl has been grinding. All I do is work. And, you know, so I got to get out, you know, I got to do some things. I got to go to dinner. I got to, you know, do a lot of things. But what I did do was I got a new building. So we have now purchased another whole building for me to be able to set up shop to do Raging Reiki because um, the place that I'm at right now is not a place that we would do Raging Reiki. This is more a place of peace and calm. So I was able to secure a building. Well, first I secured the bag, then I secured the building, and we have no mortgage issue. We have nothing. And so to this day, I still don't have a mortgage, which thank God for that, all the gods. So while people were worried about the exact wrong thing. I was worried about the exact right thing. And so now I have two buildings that need to be renovated in addition to finishing off my parents' house, which was my mom's house that was purchased um, years ago. You know, we're, we're talking probably 30 years ago. So I'm just super thankful about that. I kept that on the low low because I watch as my friends, you know, are procuring things in there. Like, you know, one of my girls, is she owns a rose hanger shop over in Lewiston and she got the building and then she lost it. And she had, you know, she had made the announcement before she closed on everything and the building was taken away from her. And then she, now she just now like it closed and everything else. So I have to go down there and explain to her that sometimes we can't talk about the things that we sent to do, what we about to do, what we might do, because 
there are people that don't fucking like you. There are people that would love nothing more, and they'll smile on your face. They'll buy your products. They'll kiki with you, but they don't fuck with you. They don't like you, and that's okay. And I was very excited about the fact that now I'm starting to see the fruit of my labor. You know, for a long time when you're in bear down mode, especially here in Western New York, you're in a situation where you don't really see where your money's going. And I'm not the type of person that really gave a shit about a car, which I did just get a new one. You know, I am not went, picked it out, got it, and drove out the lot within two hours. Um, I'm not the type of person that cares much about anything. I do love clothes. Like, that's my thing. And I did treat myself to some leather leggings in every color uh, last week because it was a celebration. But I'm super proud of myself, and I'm super proud of the connections that I've made with the people that – are trying to invest their time and invest their um, their expertise. And so that brings me to this place where I feel that um, I was getting tested. Y'all, y'all motherfuckers really, if y'all don't have nothing else, y'all keep that thing on you. And by that thing, I mean the audacity. Um, I think that some of you think that just because I don't do what I used to do or pop off the way that I used to pop off or snap out the way that I used to snap out, that it's like gone somewhere. No, no, ma'am. And no, sir. It's here. She, she's here. They're here. Uh, I um, had, and, and I, so here's the thing. So I get a lot of trolls and a lot of times because my pages are open currently, Typically, when I get in a relationship, I shut the pages down because I just, I just don't like people looking at me like just, you know what I mean. And I do that for my own safety and, you know, just for to be respectful. But I'm not in a relationship, and I do whatever the fuck I want to do. And so there's that. So I had this gentleman, and I could tell by his energy, like that came on my page, and I said something about the voting in Georgia, and I'm like, why does this surprise you? And we have, you know. Stone Mountain, Georgia, which aside from my, what is it, Pulaski, Tennessee, is the other birthplace of the, is the rebirth place of the Klan, Stone Mountain, Georgia. Why are we surprised that the state of Georgia, at the condition it was in last week this time, when Lake Lanier houses an entire city that was inhabited by black people underneath the water, which is why, like, at least since the 1950s, a thousand motherfucking people have died in that lake. Y'all know I'm going. But the point of the matter is, is like, Everybody thinks that this show shit is just like, oh, you're supposed to be above that. No, you can still get the shit smacked out of you verbally, period. So I come to this place where when I say I'm not going to argue about something, I'm not going to argue about it because I don't have the energy, I don't have the time, and quite frankly, I don't give a fuck. Literally, I don't care. So I had somebody crip walk on my page, and I hate for y'all to do that because everybody knows, if you know me personally, you cannot argue with me. You cannot, because if it's a subject that I don't know something about, I would disengage. I'll say respectfully, I don't know enough about this topic to argue it, which also would mean that I'm not going on other people's pages saying anything about anything. I know how politics is, okay? There is going to be no, there is not one politician that we can think of that we were like, oh, my God, they were such a great guy. They were such, it was such a great, you know, the only one that we can think of that was like that was, was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And because she had to fight. She was old as hell, and y'all were still fucking with her, okay? And um, you you fucking wait till she dies and replace her with a bitch that didn't even know what the rights were. Like, she, she, she didn't even know what we had the right to, what the freedoms of, freedom of speech, and then she, she you know, it, it's a mess. So I posted something on my page, like, why are you guys surprised about Georgia? I said, you know, the only thing that I didn't like about this election was the fact that I got to see – 
how racist, true indeed, that a lot of people were that were around me. And that, I don't care what Trump did. Trump, that he was a puppet. Everybody knows that. And at the end of the day, the reason that he really got voted out is because he wouldn't shut the fuck up. The people that are in office are not the people that are in power. And I can say that, and I can say that with great certainty, having sat in, in, in courthouses, having sat in courtrooms and, and everything else, they're not the people that are in power. These things are way bigger than what the fuck you think, okay? They pay our president, I think, less than 300000 a year. Come on now. Um, and so think about being a manager at a restaurant. Thinking about, think about owning a restaurant when you hire a manager, because you think that you guys have the same vision for your restaurant, your restaurant, okay? And this manager is tweeting racial epitaphs. This, this you know, manager is not acknowledging death of people in their sleep and just the countless killings of black men and women in this country by the hands of police. They're not, they're not acknowledging any of this in your restaurant, okay? Then they're tantruming, saying that you're cheating them out of money. Like, it's just too much. So the powers that be were like, we can put somebody else in there. He has to fucking go. And I would be very concerned with that man's safety once he leaves the White House, okay? Everything is corrupt. They, they are looking for the best. It's not even the lesser of two evils. Politics is who's going to go along to go along. And the real thing that I can say on air that y'all are not seeing is we really just elected our first black woman president. That's what the fuck's really happening. And if y'all don't see that, I mean, that, that's okay, but that's what's really happening. And it's unfortunate, and it's actually audacious, because a lot of you black men that actually hate black women, you hate us, because you hate your black-ass mama, or you hate your light-skinned-ass mama that didn't know who your daddy was. That's not our problem. So that's a lot of the reason why a lot of black men don't like Kamala. Oh, she was promiscuous. So the fuck what? So was your mom. Your mom has fucking five baby daddies, not one husband. Not get the fuck off. Your father was promiscuous. That's why you and your siblings don't look alike, okay? So you want to talk about this black woman. It's not even the fact that she's black. It's the fact that y'all are not understanding that when it comes to a totem pole, black men are extremely threatening to people. Do you think that a white man wants to give black men the opportunity to be in power? No, they did that already. They gave us one, okay? It is assumed that black women are easier to get along with. And then plus two, I mean, if you want to take shit all the way back to the slave days, it wasn't that long ago. She's a pretty woman, you know. At the end of the day, y'all are talking about she's gay, she's this, she's that. I don't give a fuck what she is. She's, she's a, a black woman. She's an African-American woman. She's an African diaspora woman. She is an Indian woman, okay, who was raised very much, you know, Indian. And her, she had, um, what is her name, Padma Lashki on her show the other day. She's, you know, she's multicultural. So what y'all are really not understanding is, is that black women in this country have had to fly below the radar and remain silent about a lot of issues and things that are important to us or things that are detrimental to us. And what happens is, is we fly so low under the radar that you don't see us coming, right? We stay silent until you can't silence us anymore. And see, that's what the fuck just happened. So I I pray for anybody that thinks that Kamala in that White House is going to be like a breeze to deal with and, oh, she's this and she's that. Absolutely not. And then let me add something about the the crime bill. I could see if your ancestors and your relatives did not do and were convicted of crimes wrongfully. Okay, that I can understand. What I can't understand is you saying that, oh, you know, and yes, the sentences may have been heavy, but did they commit a crime? 
the law is the motherfucking law. And so perhaps before people go out committing crimes, and there was a meme I posted a while ago. It was probably about three years ago. And it was like, I just now saved up enough money for attempted mail, attempted murder bail. You know what I'm saying? And it was a joke. And then subsequently art imitated life. You understand what I'm saying? That's why you don't say shit like that. So, you know, if you're going to, the, the Khalif Browder situation, that shit was so disheartening to me because it was a violation of probation and he was in Rikers Island for years and his bail was $3,000. Period. And had he gone to a bail bondsman, it's $300. That upsets me that nobody could come up with that money. So we're looking at a situation where we're about to see a black female president because Biden is old as hell. He will get sick and he will pass if they don't send her to do something to him. So the politics in the election has nothing to do with nothing. It's about who's going to fucking listen. The president that we have right now was not listening to the powers that be. And that's why they got him the fuck up out of there. He's disrespected everybody. Sounds like, you know, just the audacity of it all right now because things are not, it's very tantrum. It's, it's giving me toddler vibes. Okay. So I posted on my page about the state of Georgia and this, this person who I don't know who it is, which I refuse to say their name, but it was definitely male energy, which I couldn't tell because he had, you know, uh, the president's memes and everything all over his page for support of it. And um, he's like, name to me one racist thing that Trump did. And I said, here's the thing. I said, because it's my page, and I was very specific about the fact that this, what I wrote was not up for debate, I'm not answering the question. So this gentleman, and I could tell it was a man, a black male, sadly, um, and he just kept going in. And I said, listen, you're not understanding. I just fucking told you that I'm not, it's not up for debate. Now, we could have talked about how the president put out a full-page ad in the New York Times and in the New York Post about the Central Park Five and about how these kids should be lynched and killed and put out a ransom because of the Central Park jogger. These are kids that were 13, 14, 15, and 16 at the time, and you're just Donald Trump. You're not any politician. You're not anybody. So these kids are animals and this, this, and this. These kids didn't even fucking do it. So, I mean, that, we could just start there. I mean, do you want to start with the, the grand community of the Klan? Like, it just it doesn't matter. But Donald Trump was not the problem in this country. The country was how y'all motherfuckers, at the, the, the problem was how y'all motherfuckers acted in this country while he was in power, thinking that he would save you from getting your motherfucking ass whooped, okay? Thinking that he would save you, you understand what I'm saying, from having to come to work and be respectful to people of color. Okay, that's the part that made me sick, okay? So this gentleman is going back and forth with me, and I said, listen, because this is, this is how I end arguments. I said, I always like to let bitches have the last word, okay? And if the person continues to type, I do not respond because I already dropped the mic and walked off the stage. This is a successful debate. It's not a debate. I'm not arguing with you. It, it's just it's too much. If you as a black man don't know what has been going on in this country because of this presidency that, you know, would be referring to racism, I'm not going to have this conversation with you, not for free. Okay. Everything has to be transactional. I'm not going to have this fucking, I get paid to get on here and talk and do, you know, talk shit and then go to the art boys and do all that other stuff with my com. Like, what are you talking about? So I was in a heels man. I was very proud of myself. And then he's like, you, you know, talking to you is like probably talking to someone in a bowling alley or something like that, your candor. And I said, wow, that's so crazy because for the person that you support, the women that actually go to the bowling alleys are the people that actually put him in office. 
than the people that actually are successfully out voting for him right now. So then he's like, no, I didn't mean it like that. No, you said what you said. I said, I'm a statistics person. Okay. You basically statistically just said that I make up part of the population that's in a rural or urban community. So you think um, that voted him in because you're basically calling me trash. I don't think that women that go to bowling alleys are trash. I think they're working women. So now he's understanding, like, let me shut the fuck up, okay? So then he ends the conversation, which I don't even know who this is. I couldn't even tell you a picture or nothing. And he says, you know, this is very intriguing. Sir, I'm not intriguing. I'm fucking dangerous. Do not come on my African-American page and attempt to tell me anything about what I posted when I specifically said it is not up for debate. Y'all acted a motherfucking fool in this country over a chicken sandwich and twelve hundred fucking dollars. Which, by the way, not everybody got the twelve hundred. So, what does that tell me about you? That tells me that you made below seventy five thousand dollars in order to be eligible for that twelve hundred dollars, and you make up the people that the president does not fuck with and doesn't care about. You know, I'm proud of the Native Americans and the and the Latinas on the West Coast that came out in droves just to vote. I don't care which way you voted. But you came out to vote. That's what matters. So that was strike one. Strike two was, you know, sitting here doing something nice for somebody's birthday and then not even coming through or saying, like, you know, like anything. And so, you know, again, you unplug from situations like, you know, you some, you some ungrateful motherfuckers. You really, really are. So, like, that rum cake, that wasn't for me. That was a birthday gift for somebody. Um and, and, you know, I didn't even get to see it. So now the fucking, the cake is in the trash, just like, you know, my thoughts of you. And it, and it goes back to what it, it, it went to all the time. I'm in a healed space. I don't feel like having a conversation. You know, when I try to be nice to these hoes, it's always a situation. So I'm just not nice anymore because I don't fucking care. I got shit to do. So I'm sitting here. I have all my equipment and everything in the crib to, you know, get ready for this Black Friday sale for 716 CBD. And so... I had to have a conversation with my ex-husband because he didn't do something he was supposed to do for our child. The man has lost his motherfucking mind. Now, what's crazy is I was just on a live with, um, if you guys are following, uh, her name is Barbara, but um, her Instagram handle is at Tiny and Brave, T-I-N-Y and Brave. And I actually read her last week. I met her at Sia's wedding, and I was on her live. We actually did like a two- or three-hour live. Everything was great. I missed an opportunity to be able to go eat, you know, and, and get out on my day off because I was just so enthralled with this um, with this live. We had a lot of, especially African-American women that were talking about depression for the first time. We were talking about medications. We were talking about treatment. We were talking about what can I do to help you in your city and state, the, the information that you need, the resources that you need because you need to get fucking help. So, I do a little reading with the cards, and then I start dragging people's edges because people always try to lie about the cards. Oh, no, I don't know who that is. The same person that I did a reading for in New Jersey, the same card that I pulled in the reverse, I pulled in my African-American studio for her and didn't even know I was reading her. You see what I'm saying? The cards are the cards. You always have an opportunity to change the hand that you were dealt, but, you know, it, it is what it is. You have to go through the cycle, which I think that, some of my relationships, I was actually giving them the benefit of the doubt because I'm like, you know, well, this person isn't going anywhere. But that doesn't mean that you have to stay. When you choose to stay in situations where people are not honoring your time, they're not honoring your gifts, and they're not honoring what you're trying to give them, 
you know, whether it's friendship, whether it's some pussy, like whatever, you have to unplug from that situation. Now, I have situations with people that are like me that are extremely busy. We don't really have time. I'm literally penciling in, you know, dinner meetings so that I can eat over, you know, having a conversation with somebody about this new building or having a conversation with somebody about how things are going to get done. This is the shit that I have to do. And I still go home every single day and cook dinner. Tonight we're having jerk chicken wings, you know, that I'm cooking myself, and y'all know I don't know how to fry. So then there was that audacity with my ex-husband where I literally was just on a show last night talking about, like, how I don't talk bad about him and it's inappropriate. And then he goes and makes me regret that I even fucking said that because he got confused and said some shit like, oh, I gave you this. Motherfucker, you didn't give me shit. The whole reason I'm a fucking hustler is because you are inconsistent as a parent. Okay. Now, that's not me talking bad about him. That's me saying, you got a lot of motherfucking nerve. I ain't never sent you the $9,000 bill for braces. I've never sent you the bill for buying his car. I've never sent you a bill for the insurance that I pay every week because I don't get state assistance. I've never sent you the bill for his fucking food because I don't get a food stamp. I've never sent you a bill for Nair Sport, no nothing. These are all things that as your ex-wife and as somebody that is the mother of your oldest child and your only boy that I could have done and I didn't do that. Having children is a quarter and a half a million dollar commitment, minimum, minimum, okay? I didn't say nothing when I was paying for him to be homeschooled at one point. You know, I'm not saying nothing about this 3000 Like, you know, I didn't say anything when I'm flying this kid down to you. See, I'm actually one of the, the ex-wives and baby mama that, that actually will bring the child to you. I never asked you to pay me back the money. Don't fucking play with me like that. Okay, one thing you can't never argue with me about is some motherfucking money. Bitch, here, I'll smack you in your face with some money. I don't give a fuck about money. It's cyclic. It comes, it goes. Okay, so for somebody to tell me, like, well, I just gave you, bitch, you didn't give me shit. You owed me X, Y, and Z, and don't fucking play with me like this because it is nothing. Y'all know I keep an attorney for every motherfucking thing, everything. Because you motherfuckers get confused. I keep receipts. I keep everything. I don't know why people fucking play with me like this. I still got a pink flip phone with some of y'all motherfucking messages in it, just in case you got confused about who the fuck you were talking to. And I don't like that. I don't like that. Just do your job. Do your job as a parent. Do your job as a fucking lover. Do your job as a fuckboy. Do your job as an investor. If you can't do those things, bitch, you will be replaced. Okay, and I'm because here's the thing every time I have to go do something by myself, oh, you're supposed to know the fuck I'm not. I'm not supposed to be doing a lot of shit that I do for you fucking ungrateful motherfuckers out here in this earth. A lot. I'm not supposed to be doing a lot of things that I do for you ingrates. I'm not. But I do it anyway because I have it to do, and I'm always going to be abundant because I'm always giving back. Okay? I do shit because, listen, and let me tell you something. If I go spend ten thousand, I'm gonna get twenty thousand back. And I don't do it because of the investment. I do it because that's what needed to be done that day. But y'all got a lot of motherfucking. Don't ever fucking play with me about some money. Like like fucking Super Sensei. You know what, Lewis? Okay, I don't have time to be arguing with people about money. I just won't. Just never mind. Okay, and I don't ask nobody for no money either. If somebody want to do something for me, they do it. They have it delivered. If they ain't got a P.O. box, they got one of these addresses in the B box and sitting in front of there. And I'm thankful for that, okay? Another audacious thing that fucking happened is that P. 
people think that they have so much time. Everybody thinks that they have so much time to fix things and to get things, you know, in order. I just was reading something the other day that really, really struck a chord with me. And and the fact that I don't sleep anyways just really affected me. And it was talking about procrastination. And it was like procrastination is actually an insult to the universe. It's an insult to the gods because it means that you think you are that audacious enough that you think that you have more time and maybe you don't. So it's like if you got something that needs to get done, get it done today. Because literally, you're not promised tomorrow. You know, we just lost my Aunt Waddell a couple weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? This is around the time my family has suffered a lot of losses. You know, my my mother's mother, you know, passed today uh, years ago, a few years ago. My mother passed first. So my grandmother lost two of her children before she even passed, you know, which is something I don't even want to think about because I only have one. So a lot of y'all have been audacious as fuck this week and I think that you guys think that it's because I'm nice. I'm not. I'm still sick. Motherfucker, do you do y'all understand that I actually have to go to a fucking therapist to keep from sparking on y'all motherfuckers? Okay? I do. And it's helping. It really is. You know, I'm not turning to drinking because I'm upset or because I'm anxiety ridden. No, I'm just getting to the money. I'm being focused. I'm doing what the fuck I'm supposed to do. So while I'm on this path of righteousness and healing and trying to make healthy choices when it comes to a lover, when it comes to a friend, or when it comes to somebody that is going to occupy just even a few minutes of my time, stop fucking playing with me. Stop. And, you know, I realized that when the gentleman was on my page trying to argue me, and I I don't even know who it is. I couldn't even see who it was. That's the type of shit that happens to me all the fucking time. And just because I don't say, like, it is a fucking war every single fucking day when you have your social media pages open, your Twitter, your I'm being nice to you fucking hoes. I'm being nice, okay? Dating right now was not important to me, but it is now. It is. Because you know why? When I took the pussy off the market and sat it on a shelf, right, waiting on somebody to do the right thing or just to be honest or just to say whatever, motherfuckers got confused, right? So I went back to just being like, well, it's not necessary. But now I'm a grown-ass woman, okay? I have fucking needs. I would never do to some of you hoes some of the shit that you do to women. I would never do that. You know, if I'm in a situation, like I told you, a busy man is a paid man. I get that. But, you know, in the situation that I'm used to being in or that I was in previous, which we, you know, we shall remain him nameless, um, the situation that I was in, that was an unfair situation. You know, I got into something, I signed on for something that was not what it was. And really, I'm at the point where I'm about to just go see an attorney because it's just like, here, just take this short you go your way, I go mine, and that's that's just what it is. Because I don't never like to leave a relationship where I feel like, you know, I owe somebody something or they're responsible for me doing something else. And I tell people all the time, like, out of respect for my relationships, I turn down a lot of money. I turn down a lot of gifts. Just because I'm not on here telling you which one of y'all daddies and uncles and stepfathers not even be in my DMs, see me out and about, and are like, let's go to dinner, let's go to drinks, and I'm turning that shit down because of you? <laughs> the audacity of you to think that you could just put me on a shelf. I'm just saying in general that you could just put me on a shelf and I'm just 
I'm just unattractive, and no one sees what you see. The audacity of you to think that I could just literally get on a plane and go anywhere I want, and I'm going to be faithful to you, and I'm not afforded the same? Get out of your fucking mind. <laughs> like, and I say this all the time. I used to, I used to say to your uncle, I used to say, you know, you better be glad I'm a busy bitch, you know. But now I'm starting to free up time because I'm starting to realize that I am missing out on a lot of things. I am missing out on having a good time. I am missing out on meeting people that could probably meet me more halfway instead of me having to make the entire journey on my own. And so I'm very satisfied with the choices and decisions that I've made to be healthy. So even though things may have happened quickly, I'm in much more healthier situations with humans than what I was six months ago. You know, I'm in a much more healed space than what I was six months ago. So for now, you know, I'm going to leave you guys with some music. I'm pretty sure because, you know, it was just Drake's birthday. and Y'all know I love Drake. And it was just his birthday. Um, that's where he gets that whole October's very own. But um, I'm in a situation now where I'm just like, I can't believe a lot of what's going on. And so I just try to stay in the house and get stuff done. But after a while, you know, the wintertime is my vacation time. Um, because of the fact that my son, you know, that's another thing, you know, my son just started, you know, some things that he's doing to make sure that he's cool and everything's great. And I'm just, you know, I'm just thankful that I've been able to be fruitful to be able to make, um, and to be able to, um, make sure that he's okay. So it's just like when somebody tells me that they can't do something or they're not going to do something, I'm just kind of like this, the, okay, so that's what you're not going to do. So black men, if you want us, and Latino men, if you want us to um, lean on you more, have more trust in you, or to understand more things with you, you got to start showing up. You got to start doing the shit that you said you were going to do, not just by me, but by your children, by your mamas, by, by anybody. Some shit is just not negotiable. It's just you're either a shitty person or you're not. And it's sad that people are in their 40s and 50s and 60s and they're still repeating behaviors that they were doing in their 20s. This is not, you know, this is making me feel some type of way. So I'm going to leave you guys with this track and I'm going to be online with y'all next Tuesday because now that the election is pretty much over, I'm good with that. Satisfaction is my reaction Every time I'm near your heart Can you feel it? No, you see it So many people in